Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Robbie Payne. Hey, guys, what's up? And Gabriel Bringers. I will never be introduced first again. No, I'm no, it's because he takes too spot. long. Every time we, we go to start recording the podcast, and Gabe either sits back in his chair and it creaks or he d- hits his mic or it's I don't not know. It's my fault. He tries. It's but he's just fault. so hard. Too many sounds. Yeah, yeah. He's just loud. Uh, he's just loud. May but. I remind you that Robbie dumped a cup of coffee on the floor? Yes. Okay. Yes, that did hey, happen. There, right I before done spilling the coffee, <laughs> there was still a whole cup of coffee left in the cup. True. So I didn't. You may have made too much coffee. I think Maybe. That's what happens. Probably poured in too much creamer. Yeah. But uh, I'm happy to be back. I uh, was out last week. Uh, these guys had to run the podcast themselves, and they did a great job. I will say. Um, Shout out to Joe for all the stuff that he does during the podcast that yeah. I didn't think of until we started recording the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so when conversation stops, I got to I gotta figure yep. out what to talk about next. And uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that because I usually play the role of the interviewed. Yeah. Basically, you yeah. know, we kind of sit yeah. back and wait for the, the thing to lead and then we talk. Yeah, and then we, when I'm done talking, I'm like figure out where to go next we i were, mean there's we a reason were misguided children yesterday. right i yes. mean absolutely there's a reason all the fans were messaging me last week just waiting there are you coming back we're please, we, we're joe, missing please, you on the podcast joe, please oh joe God. please so you know i had to I had to give the fans what they want i'm, hey, I'm back you know we did but. we did what we could we did <laughs> what we could no it was great it was great it was it was a it was a good conversation but uh yeah i'm always happy to be the host i like to chime in every now and then I'm stupid and don't know things, and so I just I, I chime in with the stupid questions that 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 you know, like someone that doesn't know anything might ask. No, so, no, you're the curator, yeah. Joe. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's the 
that's the more uh, uh, sophisticated way of saying it. I'm, yeah. I curate. Uh, I help curate the podcast. <clears throat> um, so hey, let's let's hop right in here. Um, first thing we want to talk about. There's been some changes over at uh, Google and Alphabet, but yeah, well. Alphabet, technically, there weren't any changes technically to Google, right? No. but the changes that occurred might maybe trickle down and affect Google and Chromebooks, perhaps. Yeah, so the the, the change that happened um, and on Tuesday is when it was announced, and I'll, I'll go ahead and apologize for my voice. Um, I've got some stuff going on uh, sinus-wise, and... So I, this is, I can't talk any more normal than this. This is as normal as people, it's going to get. People, um, people have commented on YouTube and said that we sound like retired country singers. Oh, this is going to make that way worse. This is, this is worse. Yeah, yeah. this is worse. You sound more like a Western it's movie star Robbie. now. Absolutely. Oh, this is a, a Robbie thing. <laughs> yeah. Talk about Google. Google. Anyway, so <clears throat> I'm, I'm not doing this on purpose. <clears throat> so um, on Tuesday... Uh, Google came out, or Alphabet came out, and then uh, yeah, it was a, technically Alphabet. It was a letter from Larry and, yeah. and Sergey. And Sergey, yeah. So founders of Google basically said they're stepping back. They're going to stick around as board members, board um, members and employees. Not yeah. sure what employee How that works. Like you know what, we don't want the responsibility. We're just gonna we're just gonna go work a help desk. That'd yeah, be great. And yeah, I mean, who knows? They don't have to worry about money, so that's they can do kind of whatever they want. But they basically named Sundar the. Uh, the CEO of Alphabet, while at the same time staying CEO of Google. And right. they created this whole thing back in um, 2015, around this time of 2015, so it's been four years. And in doing so, they created this umbrella company so that Alphabet could allow Google to step away from all the extra stuff that they'd been doing. So they've been doing, you know, remember modular phones? Oh, remember yeah. those things? Um, I think Motorola was going to roll with that at one point in time. They they changed it into something else, but they were going to do like a what was it? What was it called? Project uh, was start with an A. Aria. Aria. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, stuff like that. These the, what they call their bets. You know, mm-hmm. where they're just like kind of sinking money into stuff that in all likelihood it's probably not going to work out. They wanted to create Alphabet in order to shield them a little bit from that, uh, from investment purposes. So. Um, that allows the investors to go, Hey, we're cool with Google and we're cool with Google being the company that sells advertising and deals with, and I don't, I, the way it's structured, I think YouTube was under alphabet as well, not under Google anymore. And, and so this, this allowed Google to just kind of focus on its prime core things. And they put Sundar in position there. Cool part is Sundar came up from being a Chrome exec. Um, and so he, he was the one we posted a, an article and I went and found an old uh, photo of him actually announcing Chrome OS as you know a, a, as a new thing, and he's holding. He looks like a youngster. He was probably thirty, yeah, I think, at the time. Integral, uh, and, and he you know, he's holding the CR forty eight up. You know, like hey, here's this thing, and everybody's like, what? It's the Chrome, and a what is this? So, but it's cool that he was involved in that first. Like that was his that was his like gateway drug into Google, and so uh, clearly he has a vision for. Uh, Chrome OS and Chromebooks and in a, in a world where Google abandons things pretty regularly, uh, it's really cool to know that the guy that's now not only CEO of Google, he's CEO of Alphabet as well. So this parent company, even though some people are saying that the, the 
parent company of Alphabet might go away now because they yeah I they saw don't need I it. saw an article yesterday that said and it caught me off guard at first because it said Sundar could be the end of Alphabet. I'm like, whoa, the company's not going to go. But right, make it makes sense when you read it. This could be the reconvergence of the two. Yeah, I mean, and, and maybe and, who knows? And ever it's not like it fooled anybody. It's not like anybody thought, oh, Alphabet's this new thing. This is a great idea. Like <laughs> yeah. people have done this before. It's, it yeah. was a way to to it's make investors happier for google and been putting their money in google and google's core stuff so sure the end of alphabet could happen i you know i i don't get into market stuff that much and and trading and investing and all that stuff like i'm i'm not super involved in that but what excites me about the whole thing is because of sundar's um the way that he rose to prominence came from like chrome os and chromebooks so um that was weird Google's. Google is listening. We're talking good about him. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> Stop. Um, but uh, because of the way that he kind of rose to his position at Google, it's it just it it's nice to know that a company that likes to abandon stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. The guy in charge yeah. has probably got a soft spot for Chromebooks, and so I, when you look back at it, at all the times in the history of, I mean, right around the time when we started doing stuff seriously as Chrome Unboxed we were probably teetering on the edge of Google just kept trashing the whole yeah. thing. We, this was pre-education um, market, you know, really picking up with Chromebooks. This is pre-Android apps, pre-all those things. And I think we were pretty much on the verge of Chromebooks just ceasing to exist. And well, Google saying, I mean, eh, we're, we're not going to do that. You had been doing videos on your own, and I remember the conversations. It was like, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep I doing this. I thought in April, I'm, before that May, before we kind of got started, uh, that I'd made my last review with the Acer Chromebook 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a terrible video. Go watch it. You'll you'll laugh. <laughs> like, you can <clears> tell. That, you video. can tell that you're just like oh, I was I not don't in know. it. I was just Gosh, doing it. I, I don't want to be making this video right now. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I just wasn't interested, <laughs> and not in Chromebooks. I just felt like the whole thing might be on its way out, and there hadn't been a lot of devices at mm-hmm. that time, and so there. I think I I believe firmly that there was. Um, some pretty, some pretty big shuffling going on probably behind the scenes that, you know, we'll never be aware of. And I have to believe that through some of that stuff, uh, Sundar's, you know, guidance in that and saying like, who knows what, I don't care what you guys think. I don't care what the numbers are like this. This is part of the future of Google. We've got to hold on to this. And I just, I imagine he's been pretty integral throughout the whole thing. Yeah, even you as think he if moved that announcement CEO. didn't happen at IO about Android apps, if that, if that roadmap didn't happen the way that it did, uh, all the rumors about Andromeda, a completely new operating system, if none of that had panned out and they were still working on trying to get Chrome OS into its maturity, you know, Windows 10 S Lite, whatever it's called, might have been more popular. I mean, yeah, another opera. Yeah, there, I mean, it could have, it just could have gone it. either yeah. way. It would have been completely I mean, gone. They could have spent the time needed to get Android ready for desktop in the way. I mean, that's the right. whole Andromeda thing was supposed to right. be that. And like, uh, and, and I don't know how they would have done that or how they could have, and it probably would have been a big fat mess. But I mean, even a company as big as Samsung has not had success in making Android a desktop thing and they market better than probably anybody maybe maybe better than Apple you know like their ability to market features is unmatched how and many how many people actually use Dex I've never literally never talked to a single person that used there's, it now there's people, people that comment yeah. there's people that comment on that video because we did a video that compared the two right. and uh, there's people that comment every now and then and they'll say 
I've been trying this and this and this. And it's right. like, wow, you're actually, there's people out there trying it. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. And I, I get it. Like I would love it. I, it we've talked about this a hundred times before. If, if, if it had dual booted Chrome OS on it and I could plug it in and Chrome OS mm-hmm. popped onto my screen, hundred percent, I would be trying to make that my one and only thing. Uh, whatever it is that causes mm-hmm. us to like to want to do that. Um, <laughs> That's a whole nother. Yeah. Whole I don't know what discussion. that is. It's, but it's a phenomenon that exists. I mean, clearly. And anyway, but with, with all that stuff, like I have, I, I have to believe that, um, Sundar's, you know, influence kind of helped plot the course of where we are mm-hmm. of just being bullish. I think probably with, um, like you can, you can tell his stamp of, uh, uh, leadership is on a handful of things. Assistance. One of them, the assistant went from not being a thing to being announced with the original Pixel, and here we are at Pixel 4, and imagine Google without the Assistant. Like, try to imagine what that would, mm-hmm. it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like, it's so core know, to the net, center the of everything. The new Nest brand, the refreshed Nest brand, and then the, who knows how many third party, I mean, I stumbled across one yesterday. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing, but there, there's probably in the thousands now of Assistant-enabled, Assistant-compatible devices. Uh, yeah, I mean, you they, know, three years ago there was nothing, right? And yeah. I think even was it last year at CES or two, two years, years ago, ago where they had where they the, just at the wall or they had the one <laughs> room? It was just and that was two years ago. I mean, yeah. I bet you it's that's fivefold, maybe even more oh, than gosh, what, what yeah. it was then. It's everywhere. And so, like, imagine like those things, and I think just as core to the Google experience uh, as Assistant is, I, I feel like uh, with with Sundar's kind of leadership, like that's what Chrome OS is as well. And, he, and Chrome OS right now and Chromebooks aren't quite popular enough. I don't think to be at the dead center of, you know, Google IO or whatever. Right. But I mean, even last year there were more Chromebook centered, uh, spots of IO sessions last year and, and sessions yeah. and breakouts and whatever than there've ever been. And I guarantee you this year will be more. And you know, it's just the consumer part of Chromebooks hasn't grown, you know, exactly where it, it is going to get to, I believe. And so because of that, they're not going to just make presentations about it when they're doing big things. So when they're doing a hardware event, for instance, like, you know, the Pixelbook go was a big announcement, but it, it paled, I think a little bit compared to what they did. Like they made the slate like front and center the year before, yeah, which felt like, you know, wah, wah. they were yeah. trying to detract <laughs> from the phone. <laughs> yeah. That was part of it too, yeah. but not the phone. Sorry, not the phone. The, the fiasco of the right. phone. The, the fact that it all leaked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, and the slate, like I think they wanted it to be a good thing and they missed and, and they, you know, they're young as a hardware company and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the fact that we go from four years ago, five years ago, an OS that almost was on the brink of going away to it took center stage two years ago at their hardware event. It's, it's more um, common to see stuff about it at IO every year, more and more. And, you know, I think, I feel like we're at the point where we're going to see a Google made Chromebook of some sort at each one of their hardware events. Now it's not like, do you think they're going to make one this year? Like, of course they're going to do something. And and they're also pushing the switch to Chromebook (laughs) brand too. It's not just about them pushing their hardware. They're pushing the whole ecosystem, right? Right. Switch to Chrome OS, switch to Chromebook. And that that includes all their partners, but it's the whole concept of doing things differently with a different device and it's really cool. I mean, yeah. And I, th- and I think that like we're finally getting to the point where it's not just a, a matter of them doing it cause that's what they're doing. And maybe later we'll figure out something else. Like I feel like they're now committed to 
Chrome OS as an ecosystem. Chrome OS is the center point for a lot of things that are that are Google driven, and it'll take time. It's going to take time for consumers to get in. But you know, we have some we have some knowledge from some people that I can't mention and I can't say, but I know um, that some of the things that are driving uh, innovation and what they're doing behind Chromebooks and Chrome OS, like, is not. Um, this isn't stuff where they're they're looking at it and, and just kind of taking a passive approach to it. Like, well, we'll just we'll just keep building and see what happens. Like, they want to go for the throat. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to be at the center of stuff. Uh, they want to they want to convert. You know, they want people to switch to Chromebook. Like, without going, well, uh, maybe I could, maybe I can't. Like, they want people people to feel confident about moving over to Chrome OS versus Windows or Mac. Mm-hmm. And I think this next generation of Chromebooks that are coming out. We're going to talk of some about some of that stuff here in a minute, but I think some of those devices are going to help finally make that case uh, realistic for a lot of consumers in 2020. I think, I think we're getting ready to see a new wave of Chromebooks. that's going to change things quite a bit. Yeah. Was what is the whole switch to Chromebook campaign? Is that the first Chromebook specific Google campaign that they've done? I know they did. You like we've talked, uh, I think, uh, on the podcast well, before about the whole uh, Chromebook for everyone. But that was a Samsung ad, right? No, no, the for no? everyone back with the Series Three. That was, that was a the Google. Series 3. Yeah, okay. that was a Google. I mean, at that time, that was one of the only Chromebooks available. Right. There was a CR forty eight, a Samsung Series Five, a Samsung Chromebox. I think at that time, it's all there was. So when the Series Three came out, it was the first like affordable Chromebook. So those, those Chromebooks were like seven, $800 for an OS that you think Chrome OS does the, the minimal stuff now. I mean, it literally <laughs> it was, was the browser, the Chrome browser. Yeah, that's and it. that's it. There was no desktop. There was no taskbar. You turned it on and you were in Chrome. Um, and so at that time when that was the case, you know, paying that much for a, a device that only did that was, that was a little much to ask. Um, and so, it, the Series 3 came along at $249 to become what they used at that time, the Chromebook for everyone. And so it was a great campaign. Uh, but but how, how long ago was that? What year did that come out, you think? 2011. 11, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so so since then, we haven't seen anything. And now... Nothing no, that's I mean, they marketed focused. the Pixelbook, but there hasn't been a campaign around yeah. Chromebook. This right. is, and yeah. it's cool because well, did, when no, you no, see... They did the last year. They did the... Um, if you blah blah blah, then you Chromebook. Oh yeah, the you Chromebook. Uh, we could have forgot about that. Would have been fine. You Chromebook. I get it, but trying to explain mm. it to people was just painful. It sounded but like the broken cool English. thing about switch to Chromebook. I mean, it's Google's campaign, but it's not Google's campaign for their product. It's Google's campaign for their operating system because when you see the commercials on the TV, yeah, it's, it's the Acer Spin. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's all these different. I think the Yoga might Yoga's be on in there. there. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's all about pushing the operating system well it's just it's cool too like i know there there have been a couple other campaigns but this one is just like it's everywhere oh i'm seeing it literally everywhere well i'm I'm really hopeful that again with these new chromebooks that'll be coming out in early in early 2020 that they're already i hope they stick with the campaign and they're just going to swap out some of these devices because you know they're still they're leveraging devices in these campaigns that are over a year old now. Mm-hmm. And while that's not like old, super old in laptop world, they're, they're getting ready to all be supplanted basically. Mm. You know, we know that there's a Asus flip C four thirty six coming out that will clearly be the, the successor to the four thirty four. It'll be based on that hatch baseboard. We know that uh, we're expecting Kohaku, which is Samsung's the new 
whatever they're going to call the new Chromebook Pro, you know, to show up at CES. We're fully expecting that to happen. And so as we as we start seeing these devices come in, these are going to be the new torchbearers. These are going to be the ones that show up. I don't think they're going to be crazy expensive. They're going to be probably the same. 600 ish dollars that that we're starting to get used to and i think last year and a half hatch chromebooks did a good job of kind of paving that path and Mm -hmm. when those first came out remember last year at this time we were doing videos and people were like 600 dollars for a chrome but that's crazy now it doesn't feel as weird like people people don't have that reaction when there's a 499 chromebook and especially when some of them go on sale for you know 450 and 500 dollars so i think they they kind of paved that way for this this new version of, of Chrome OS and these Chromebooks that are coming out so that hopefully these new ads that I hope they switch, they stay with switch to Chromebook, but I hope they start integrating some of these it's new catchy. Chromebooks in and, and so that we're not looking at year and a half by the time those commercials get made and come out and in the summer of next year, it's going to feel like, Oh, those are like two year old Chromebooks yeah. at this time. So hopefully they're going to get all these new devices in, but I hope they keep the switch to Chromebook thing alive. Yeah, we weren't planning on talking about this, but just because you mentioned some of these baseboards and stuff, we we just put out a video talking about all these Chromebooks that we're expecting to see. Kind of go through that just quickly, like talk about those three kind of main, well, not main, but the three ones that we mentioned in the, Uh, I know there's a bunch, but. There's two and an asterisk. Okay, so there's Hatch, um, and Hatch is... Comet Lake. Yeah. Yes. So a, a second ago, you said Hatch, the last year's Chromebooks. You meant I meant Nami. Uh, I'm Nami. Sorry. Yeah. Nami. Nami this yeah. year's version so of those Nami, kind of Nami devices. Nami is eighth gen KB Lake. Hatch yeah, is so eighth. So let's talk about those. Uh, oh, good uh, grief. I mean, the 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 big ones. Uh, Lenovo Yoga C630. Acer Spin 13. Oh, see, I always forget that one when <laughs> I go to list those. When I'm trying to be like, hey, this is what I'm talking about. Yep. I forget the spin because spin it came out so much earlier the than the rest. Inspiron in there? Uh, yeah, Dell Inspiron. Mm-hmm. Um, HP X360. Yeah. Um, C430. Yeah, no, 434 technically is Ramus. Oh. Yeah, because it's a... Did it come off of Hatch? Or not no. Hatch, geez, Nami. I don't think it did. I think no, because it's, it, it's a Y series, strictly Y series. So yeah. they kind of gave it its own thing. But most of the yeah. device, and it's so similar to Nami. Like it's it's weird that it got its own name, but yeah, it feels I, like I think it fits. that may be why, just because mm-hmm. it's specifically Y series. Y series. And that's it. Maybe yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, because this uh, the Pixelbook Go got its own board name too, mm-hmm. and it's it's an eighth gen series. So I mean, it should have been a Nami device, but it's. Crabby Lake or whatever they made those baseboards. So as a quick overview, uh, those of you all listening, we talk about this a lot. So we're, what we're talking about is uh, baseboard names, code names that exist in the Chromium repositories where open source uh, stuff happens. So anybody from anywhere can basically come in and write code for the base of Chromium OS, which is what Chrome OS is based on. Chrome OS is the not open source part of right. a Chromebook. It's the licensed Google right. version. So that's when, when Google OS. goes, cool, we like what Chromium OS is doing now. We're going to bundle it up and maybe put a couple finishing touches on it. And we own that as Chrome OS. Um, it's no different than Flint OS or um, uh, Neverware mm-hmm. uh, that, that exists out in the market where they take Chromium OS and they do their own thing with it. Um, everybody, it's open source. You can do that. Yeah, Chrome's the same way, the browser right. itself. Yeah, I mean, so Chromium. Tons, and I mean, Chromium even OS. Edge now is built off of Chromium, right. which yep. is the source code and for so, Chrome. So in that open source world, we can go in and look at all the stuff that's getting worked on. And so we find these boards, these baseboards, and those boards act as uh, kind of central 
points for things to break off of. And it, yeah, just the it foundation, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't used to be this clean. I remember it used to be a new board for every device. Like it was, yeah. we were trying to track all these. We're still tracking crazy amounts of boards, but it's easier in our brains to put them together in groups because they all now are variants of single boards. So right, hatch. which for, in part, it it's always been that way. Um, like all the Braswell devices mm-hmm. were built off of Strago, but they've started doing these unibuilds that just make it easier to keep everything in its place and see right. what, which ones are which. So. Yeah, and it's and I think Nami was one of the first ones they mm-hmm. did that with. The unibuild. Um, and yeah. so they did Sorry. they did that with uh, so with Hatch, they've come in and said, "Okay, here's here's this baseboard hatch." And we started tracking it about this time last year. And we're like, "Oh, cool. So let's see what Hatch is going to do." And then we figure out it's a it's a uni, unibuild, mm-hmm. so it's going to it's going to drive multiple devices. And the, the list of things that Hatch as a baseboard can do is exhaustive. Um, it's, I mean, it's every bell and whistle that you can think everything of. Everything I can think of, aside from like having face unlock. We haven't found anything where there's like face ID kind of stuff yet. Right. Uh, my guess is Google will hold that, and they'll probably make that for their own Chromebook. Maybe the Pixel Book 2, like the proper Pixel Book 2 successor, maybe could and have that. That was kind of one of the big selling points of Comet Lake in general, is that this chip has... Uh, the majority all of the, the stuff, stuff people want in these newer PCs, it's all integrated into the chip. So like, uh, you know, some older chips for Thunderbolt support, they had to have a separate controller and things like that. Most of that is built in. I think gigabit Wi-Fi is built into the chip, mm-hmm. so you don't have to have a separate Wi-Fi card. It's all just there. So if the manufacturers want to leverage that, all they have to do is write the code right. to access the features mm-hmm. that are already there on the chip. Yeah, so, I mean, we're talking Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5, high-res displays, pen support, uh, fingerprint scanners, RGB IR sensors for like ambient light control and ambient like so not just controlling the brightness of your screen, but also changing the color temperature of your screen for the surrounding area. Uh, backlit keyboards, convertible form factors, um, multiple. We saw a commit the other day. I haven't even written this yet. There's one that's getting support for two fans for some reason. I, I don't I don't know what the point of that is. Beast mode. Yeah. I-9. It's going to be an I-9 Chromebook. Um, Thunderbolt 3 support that Gabe just mentioned. I mean, that's pretty massive when we start talking multiple displays mm-hmm. and, and data transfer. Um, I could be leaving some stuff out. But it's just, I mean, everything you could think that you might want on a Chromebook, like it's going to solve. So Bluetooth 5 will come along and solve the Bluetooth issues that have plagued Chromebooks forever. So right now we have Hopefully. no Bluetooth 5 issues. Um, there is software stuff in place that will fix it. Plus Bluetooth five is just a better protocol. So Bluetooth issues go away. Wi-Fi six is going to usher in eventually. Once we start getting Wi-Fi six routers, much, much faster Wi-Fi, and also the ability for multiple people to be on the same Wi-Fi network and, and not get bogged down right. so easily. Um, so those will be awesome. Pen support's going to be awesome. You know, fingerprints. I like all of that stuff is just kind of laid out so that hatch devices in general. Now, not every hatch device will take advantage of every one of these features. Right. That's that's just not the way it works. But it's, it's there and available. Exactly. Yeah. And so one of the ones we're tracking that we're super excited about is Kohaku, which is the one that we've pretty much verified is the Samsung Chromebook Pro V2. And I just really like its name. Yeah. Kohaku. It sounds like Hawaiian almost. <laughs> um, but it, uh, we're going to talk about Hawaii yeah, here Hawaii. in a second. Yeah. Um, Malaho. but it, uh, <laughs> um, it has, I think it's got all of them turned on. So it's like bells and whistles. Yes or no. Yes to all kind yeah. of thing with the, the Samsung one. Yeah. So as amazing as it was to, to go to Samsung's press conference three years ago, four, four. coming, coming up on four years ago, 
and seeing the Chromebook Pro center stage. I'm sorry, it is three no, years ago. I was ago. like, that was three yeah, years was ago. Three. Because this is our fourth CES yeah. we're right. going to. So, three years ago. But still, to see it front and center, never had there been a Chromebook announced at a... Because, man, this is Samsung. Right. These are the guys that have multi-million dollar uh, conferences and, and press releases for their phones and all that stuff, and to get up there and have a Chromebook center stage. Now, granted, compared to some of the devices we have now, the Pro... It's a great device. It looks great. It's Samsung. It's Samsung through and through. But now I'm hoping, fingers crossed, they've learned and they're like, okay, now we're going to make the same way they do with their phones. We're going to make a Chromebook that's going to be the best Chromebook you can buy. Yeah, I mean, and whatever, and it's going to be a Samsung Chromebook. I, I expect that to be kind of the way that they go after this, and and the way that they approached the Pro. If you remember back then, like. Nobody else. That the only flippable one at that time was the Asus um, C100. Flip 100, um, and Chrome OS wasn't even ready for that at all yet. They just went ahead and made it, you know, and and you flipped it around built, and it didn't yeah, even go into tablet mode. It didn't pen, do anything, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, so I mean, the the pen support, screen. three by two high res display, super thin. Like the the Pro did a lot of things no one else had done, and a lot of Chromebooks since have done. So. I mean, regardless of it, there were thermal issues. The Skylake processors were problematic and there was all kinds of issues that ended up coming from it, but they kind of took a stab and, and did something ahead of the curve big time. And I, I think we're getting ready to see that again from them. And it's uh, paid off for them. I mean, the pro sure. hopefully Kawaku will be everything we've imagined, but they've spawned how many pluses out yeah, of that the plus whole, v2 i think was them taking the plus and the pro and going okay let's fix some of the things we don't make really this a need good that consumer model because yeah. you've got you have celeron and do they have a pentium one uh, no i think they just got the celeron oh they have the, the core M3. they have the core m3 that you know and yep. they've made it more budget friendly. i mean you can get one of them right now for like three hundred dollars yep you know? it still gets pen support and still is aluminum still has a really nice screen on it great keyboard trackpad build quality feels good you know so it yeah. still has a lot of that retains a lot of the good stuff that the pro had and i think they'll do that we'll probably see the same thing we'll see the pro show up early in 2020 and there will probably be another chromebook plus sometime later in the year i bet um that again we'll you know, iterate on some of these ideas and, and allow them to offer a, a cheaper model right. to people. It's just, it was weird that the plus V2 came out so long ago and a pro hasn't followed it. Like I, I wish they would have done something with the NAMI, uh, baseboard. I wish they would have put out one then, but hopefully that means they've just been kind of really tooling and <laughs> yeah. thinking and they're loading I like this thing what they're up doing so they though, because out. so many manufacturers now are getting into these crazy naming schemes. HP has how many oh, 14 X three sixties now. And uh, it's just, it's you got four thirty fours and four thirty threes and four thirty sixes. And you don't know what you would think a higher numbers better, but who, right. who knows? Samsung has their regular number series. So you had the three and now you have the four and the four plus. That's your clamshell. That's your budget device. Right. Your pro is your pro. It is what it is. It's right. pro. And then the V2 is most of the bells and whistles, but not the premium, ultra right. premium. So you right. basically have Chromebook plus pro. Right. And, and that's great. Everyone else yeah. should take a hint from them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they come out like guns blazing with the, the new pro. And it's like that's that was kind of the problem in the pro and the plus. Like the they shared similar build qualities. Same keyboard, same trackpad, same screen, same pen, same battery life. The only thing that was different in the, the two of those devices was the processor. Yeah. And you got one that's plus, one that's pro. Now it's like, okay, you have the, the version two of the plus, and then the pro is going to be something yeah. 
wholly different yeah. Yeah. Than, the, yeah. than the plus is. And it's a good thing for their, their yeah. brand and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. So that's hatch. Yeah. yeah. That's one group. Yeah. Um, and we're tracking 12, oh, 14 devices yeah, off of I, that baseboard. So we know they're Asus. all going to be that sort of premium uh, uh, high quality flagship, yeah, flagship I mean, device. <clears throat> yeah. Flagship caliber devices because you gotta you have to remember too the baseboard will also include celeron processors so right they so have yeah, celerons the in that family so you could have more budget friendly ones uh, than we haven't even seen any chrome boxes yet and some of these one tracking might be chrome boxes i don't, I don't yeah, know that's true they so, can they can hide some of that stuff and so yeah. yeah i mean there's there's a ton of stuff that's going to come from hatch just like but like when nami when it when we started tracking those devices and then we finally saw one release or announce i guess i think the spin 13 was probably the first one yeah oh yeah remember it, spin 13 we saw in new york way in before May. But we but were was, only tracking a handful, maybe six to eight devices at that yeah. time when they started. We haven't even seen or heard mention of an actual hatch pa- hatch based device yet, and we're tracking a dozen. Yeah. So 2020, the, as the, many devices that were released this year, be double at least. Be double at least. Um, and and the um, the one that I think we have the firmest idea of exactly what it who belongs to what and what it's going to be called. And everything is the. Uh, the board name Helios. So it's another, it's a hatch variant. 100%. That's going to be the Asus Chromebook flip C four thirty six. Now what it's going to look like or whatever. My guess is it's just going to be a refinement. Did of, we prove that? Did I prove, did we write that? Um, did I, you found did I prove that? the four thirty six, and then you found something else. And then I found that it was Helios. That's right. And then we yeah. just, we just put two and two together. It's like, yeah, this is clearly, this yeah, is Helios. That's right. We did find uh, that model number. So that, that's the only one we know like 100%. Well, we don't have that. I don't know. It's not that firm with Samsung, but I've got like three articles like here, more proof that this is the Samsung. There is nothing that points to it not being. Yeah. Everything that pointed to the pro and the plus and I mean, everything they've done in the last four years, everything that pointed to those devices points to these devices. Yeah. And that one's Kohaku, right? Yeah. So Kohaku and Helios are the ones that we know. There's uh, a bunch. There's a bunch. Kled, Kodama. <laughs> Can uh, you remember them all? No, I can't. I, I'll I'll be looking through our articles. Yeah. And be like, oh, I forgot oh, about that yeah. guy. Yeah, because there's a there's a Chrome base too. There's a couple of Chrome bases that yeah. are Hatch. Yeah, there's there's a ton. And then, well, to your point earlier of like, hey, we were tracking this many, and then they started coming out, and we kind of lost track a little bit. Like the HP um, Chromebook 15 that just came out. Yeah, that's technically a Nami device. Mm-hmm. You know that showed up nine months after the rest of these started coming yeah. out. So yeah, I mean, it's not Acer's, like we're tracking them and that's it. And then they're going to get made. Like this board is going to continue. They'll, they can just slide yeah. in a yeah, new one. Acer did their the enterprise devices with yeah. the fingerprint yeah. sensors. And then they've made budget that's versions right. of that. Like the ones that are at Walmart. Yep. They're all NAMI. They're yeah. all yeah. eighth gen KB. All different, all different yeah. variants of the same baseboard. So, so then moving on to the next baseboard would be Kukui. And so this one is MediaTek 8183. And this one's exciting because we haven't had a new entry as an ARM processor since the Rockchip 3399 Rockchip. Yeah. So with uh, quick history, <clears throat> Samsung Chromebook 2, um, yeah, so it came out with an Exynos processor. So a Samsung Exynos processor that had been in some tablet or something. Um, 
terrible. I had one of these. Crazy slow. Horrible. Crazy slow. Um, just not a good experience. Shortly thereafter, the Acer Chromebook 13 shows up with a Tegra K1. E- K1. Yeah. yeah. So the X the X processors are a little better. K1 was one of their first like, hey, we're going to make a processor, not just a GPU, and they threw it in a Chromebook. Again, hot garbage. Um, it was terrible. And and so people had started just writing off the idea of an ARM-based Chromebook. It's like, oh, these are terrible. Well, nobody had come in and made a good ARM-based Chromebook yet. So fast forward a little bit, you have the Asus Chromebook Flip 100. Um, Chrome what else bit. was there? Yeah, Chrome the Chrome bit. bit. Wasn't there one other thing? Uh, a opens a little box. Yeah, and, and then they had some of those cheap like Walmart devices. All had this rock chip um what was that one? 32.88. And so it, it shows up, again, just slow as can be. I mean, and so this was, it felt like the death knell for ARM-based Chromebooks. Like, this is it. Like, this is, these, it it's just painful doesn't work. Because this was, this was around the time, like when the A-Open box came out, this was around the time that Android apps had been announced. And in our heads, we're thinking, cool, ARM, ARM it's gonna Android, work. it's going to be great. Terrible. No. Uh, well, that actual, we have uh, the A open Chrome base over in our windowsill. We just it's have it great. open to like Google analytics so that we can see what the site's doing at any given time. It's running that RK 33 or 3288. Yeah. Go over there and try to move Interface. around the internet. Like I had to restart it cause I had an yeah. update the other day. It took me about eight, nine minutes like yeah. just, to, just to open Chrome up and open up analytics again. Yikes. Oh, Yikes. it was painful. Yeah. So, um, fast forward a little bit more and the Samsung Chromebook plus that we were just talking about comes out and they introduced the. Rock chip thirty three ninety nine that we're tracking one. with Kevin and you know for all this stuff and and it comes out and they call it the OP one and we're like what it's an RK thirty three ninety nine we're checking we know it that's what it is and it was they were trying this branding thing with ARM processors yeah it was a Google Perfect. it was, it was a, a Google, Google they Googled it was just it up. saying that this is a ARM processor that's been optimized for Chrome OS <laughs> yeah who cares yeah. Yeah, I'm giving sure. the, I'm giving the air quotes. Yeah, yeah. try to Optimized. find try to find the OP1 website on Google and see if yeah. you can find it for me. Perfect example of stuff that Google just throws in the garbage and moves on. Um, so people keep saying, well, maybe this will be the OP2, and maybe it will, but I I don't think that's going to be the case. Maybe so the 3399 showed up. Um, it was okay in the Samsung Chromebook Plus, but that thing is a pixel dense display, so it was struggled all the time. I thought. Yeah. Um, it did pretty well in the uh, the Asus. In the tablets, it's gr- it's great yeah. for what it is. And the flip, uh, the, the tablets push it too because they're the like the little Acer tablet, the Tab Ten. They have really high res displays too. They're same resolution as like iPads and stuff. So lots of pixels on those screens too. The best I saw that processor operate was in the one oh one one oh one, the Flip one oh one. So a twelve eighty by eight hundred display, not killing it on the pixels, and you know it felt okay. You know it did all right. And then then it was like. Oh, and then the the old MediaTek, so eighty one seventy three, um, right, was in the, the R thirteen, and then Lenovo's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lenovo that's the other has one, C three thirty, milked that so thing. That's yeah. the that's the most popular device that came in. So the C three thirty, a ton of people bought yeah, last year. 11, people are still buying this year. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's okay. It's it feels a lot like the Rock chip, a little faster than the Rock chip, but still, it's kind of just like ARM on Chromebook equals sluggish, and <laughs> yeah. so. Now we're getting to the point where maybe with Kukui, um, the baseboard is built on the 8183. And when we look at benchmarks comparing it to the 73, I mean, it blows it out right. of the water. Because this is an octa-core. Yeah. yeah. This is, I mean, it's... Because we've had quad-core and the OP1, it's hexa-core, right? Yeah. Six it's core. big little. So this is a true eight-core ARM processor yep. like you would see from 
Qualcomm. We'll get yeah. to them in a minute. But this is the OctaCore. Robbie's found benchmarks. There puts it somewhere around the eight thirty, Snapdragon eight thirty five. Yeah. So like benchmark uh, somewhere in that realm. So, yeah, so talking like Pixel compare book, that to Pixel an book. Intel chip, like a Pentium chip, maybe. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of of phones. So yeah. like Pixelbook two. A little, a little bit less than what a Pixel Book or Pixel Book, Pixel, a, a Pixel, Pixel, two. Pixel Two XL. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to translate that into yeah. like what it's yeah. going to be like. If I'm going to guess, um, yeah, I think maybe like a seventh gen Core M3 kind of. Yeah. I mean, you could probably go to CPU benchmark and and put it side by side with an Intel chip. But <laughs> anyways, eight cores, more cores isn't always better, but with ARM, eight cores, it's, it's going to be better. Yeah. And the benchmarks look like this is going to be a good chip. And this isn't where, because we had the R13 and then Lenovo again, they've made what, five, six, seven devices with this chip now. And they've got a lot of use out of it, and that's great. But this new OctaCore chip, we're tracking how many devices? I wouldn't counted them for that article. I think nine or ten. Nine, yeah. Uh, so, because honestly, Lenovo's devices, they're all just re- regurgitated. They're the same. The Flex 11 and the N23 were identical. Right, it's the same baseboard. The C330 was the same thing. It just had a, con- a consumer chassis on it. They refreshed the 100E, which is just mm-hmm. the Flex 11, N20. They're all the same device. Pretty right. much. We're tracking nine individual unique devices. With right. This. So clearly manufacturers are saying, hey, this chip is worth our time to market. Right. That it's so, good enough. Um, and I, my guess is we'll see some education stuff yeah. come out of this. And Probably then, you're, a and then fair your, share. Your butt, like the 330, I, I'd say that'll be ne- next holiday season. The MediaTek will probably be the big seller. <laughs> I, I would think yeah. so. Yeah. But I think the performance is going to be good enough that it's, it's going to, if, I feel like this is going to be the equivalent of what we've seen with the latest generation of affordable Intel chipsets. So those N4000 chips are finally to the point where an affordable Intel processor like feels is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Isn't like, Oh, I don't yeah. know if I'd tell you to go buy that. Like hundred percent. Yeah. If you can get a Gemini Lake Chromebook, go for it. Like they're, it's not gonna like blow your mind fast, but it's fast enough for a Chromebook. You can play Stadia on it. Yeah. You can play Stadia <laughs> on anything. Um, and so, in, in these come with the, this this new baseboard comes with support for fingerprint scanners, um, the same RGB IR um, ability to change the screens, uh, Bluetooth 5.0. They I don't think Wi-Fi 6 is on board for these. Um, for the next few years, honestly, it's not going to be a right a game. Deal, it's yeah. not going to change anything anyway. But um, you know, pen support, Pogo pen support. So mm-hmm. we're already we're tracking two different keyboards that are based on Hammer, which is the baseboard for the keyboard that goes with the pixel slate so um and yeah just detachable type quick snap on keyboards and stuff so that's going to be the kind of stuff you can expect to see this isn't going to be a situation like with the acer tab 10 where a tablet gets shows up and we go oh cool is anybody going to make a keyboard for it or like a case anything, or uh, any oh, anything no, nobody no, no okay no it's fine so bell did yeah. Oh, and let's not horrible. talk about that. <laughs> let's not talk about that. Um, yeah. So I gave it to an iPad user and he loves it. <laughs> that's true. It's I'm so weird. I, it's so mushy. Oh, <laughs> gross. Um, but yeah, in general, like this is going to spawn a ton of tablet detachable type things with crazy battery life and hopefully some fun form factors. And we'll, we'll provide a yin to the yang of mm-hmm. Qualcomm, which we're going to talk about here yeah. in just a few minutes. But those two baseboards, the third one we were talking about was Cheza. Yeah. Um, Cheza, we're, we're, we're going to get to that in a few minutes. So that 
assuming there's a few, a handful of Qualcomm Chromebooks that come with this mix, you already see really quickly that we're, we're, we have eyes on over 20 devices and that's guaranteeing that we're missing some. Oh yeah. And that some we of the, some found we, three yeah. more just this week. Right. And there'll yeah. be variations. Yeah. There's some that we haven't reported on yet. So we got to hold some of that stuff close. Um, but and that's not counting AMD. AMD's got a couple in the works, like high-end AMD processors, yeah. uh, Zork, Trimbile. Yeah, we they've got their about Picasso chipsets that are supposed to be coming. I mean, 2020 is going to be And we wild. saw them at CES last year, the A4, A6s. So yep. we very well could see that's the very Picassos. True. And they're not like beast i9. No, but it's you, finally but like they are good pre, AMD chips. Yeah, they are, if you went and bought, if you wanted an alternative and you wanted an AMD Chromebook, but you needed something that was premium and more powerful, these are going to be the chips. Right. These are going to be comparable to the the core M's that we're seeing in, in right. the nicer devices. So. Yeah. yeah. So a ton, just so many Chromebooks coming. And we're really hopeful that January, uh, when we go to CES, that instead of, was it last year that was kind of slim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, there were some of those AMD and there was a couple of education devices, but it was it was a little bit of a letdown. To be yeah. honest with you, last year was. There was probably just as much, if not more, announced a month later at like BETT oh, gosh, and yeah. other stuff than there was at CES. Yeah. And I, I feel we like kinda, we kind of knew that going in. We weren't we weren't expecting anything huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think this year is going to be the opposite of yeah. that, if I were guessing. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff on the floor. We just, we just got, our, got, got our flights booked and we're ready to head to las vegas yeah, in a couple weeks so yeah so stay tuned actually yeah. right out a month exactly yeah, that's right yeah so stay tuned chromebox.com uh we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back this podcast is brought to you by nordvpn we recommend the service and we use nordvpn because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device whether you're using a chromebook an android device a mac an iphone or a windows device nordvpn is going to protect your browsing they also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, folks, welcome back. We are uh, we, we forgot one thing to talk about there before we took a break uh, that was tied to the Kukui board. Look at you remember Kukui. Kukui. I think it's just funny. I like the way it's spelled. We're I don't know if it's pronounced totally cuckooey. Butchering. Hey, if someone it's is quee or I mean, how are cuckoo. those? Who who actually gets to name them? Like, who would actually I know? I'm not know. sure. Well, I, I did find I found this out the other day, uh, and I don't know if this is true or not. But Acer, the company, Acer is the name of a tree. Um, I don't know if it's in Asia or something. It's a type of tree. Uh, the R13 was the first MediaTek device, and it was. Elm, it was Elm, huh. and if you look at all of the MediaTek devices built on the M eighty one seventy three, they are all named after trees. You have oak, elm, Hannah, which is a type of tree, birch. Huh. So, so maybe it's like go. whoever maybe it's first the first one to get it. Whoever I, first starts it. Kukui is a, a type of nut, a Hawaiian. There's a huffing well, post. Kukui nut oil, seven uses You're for wrong. this ancient Hawaiian secret. There you go. Okay. You're but is wrong. it is it pronounced kukui? I don't know. Well, give me the... Pr- Come on, man. Well, you I, can't, had to, I had to find if got- it was even a thing before we tried to find out. <laughs> for the record, it, this device uh, is named after Professor Kukui from Pokemon. That's right. As are all of the other Yeah, these boards. Tech, all the boards are some sort of... Yeah. yeah. 
He looks cool, though. So while, while, while he's looking that up, Gabe, this this device, I think you, did you write the article earlier? Was it earlier Maybe. this week, last week? Gosh, the I don't Lenovo? Know. Yeah, Lenovo. Uh, actually, uh, I found it, tried to sign up for it, okay. and, and Robbie wrote it up. So there is an official, unofficial, official, like, uh, program for the, for <laughs> the new. The, by the way, for the here's, new, uh, here's what the internet says. Okay, here we go. Okay. Kukui. All right, Kukui, we were right. There we go. There you go. Booyah. Yes. I love being right. <laughs> I like Kwee I like As in games. Bone Kwee <laughs> Bone Kwee I will cut you. Yeah, will cut right, anyway, you. so right. backstory. Uh, uh, a while back before Lenovo announced their smart clock, which is still my favorite smart display in the world. I love my smart clock. It's like 40 bucks. It's great. Anyways, shortly before it was officially announced, there was a Reddit thread where a guy said that he was a Lenovo employee and he was taking applications to dog food, this device. And it was just referred to as a smart clock. There was nothing about Google Assistant. There was nothing about specs or anything like that. Uh, in case you don't know, dog food just means to test out while it's still in a production phase. That way they can work out kinks because until you have a device in the real world, you don't know what's going to go wrong with it. Uh, turned out to be legit. It wasn't a month, maybe a month and a half later. The I think we looked, it was five and a half weeks. Yeah, the Lenovo okay. smart clock was announced and it was a real <laughs> thing and they were, that was doing it. Same person verified by the Reddit, uh, moderators of the Reddit that it was found in is it's the, the Chrome, Chrome OS. Chrome OS, Chrome OS. So Chrome OS, he had posted another, another survey monkey link asking for testers for a Chrome OS tablet by Lenovo, yeah. by Lenovo. And, uh, it ended up getting pulled. I, I tried to sign up. They had already the survey was already full, but they ended up pulling it because there was some people saying that it wasn't legitimate. And then the moderator said they had verified his email address. He was from Lenovo. They came back and said people had pointed at a different thread. A anyways, they ended up verifying it that it was legit, and it looks just like the smart clock one. So we're thinking CES. CES. Yeah, Lenovo's yeah. going to be there. We have an yeah. appointment to Lenovo go see. Lenovo was so. not. Lenovo has a presence there as far as just people there, but la, I don't know in the time that we've been going because did we figure it out which show is this four or three? This is number four. This is number us. four. In the sh three shows we've been, I don't know that Lenovo has had a booth or a suite rented out or press meetings or anything like that. They have two locations this year, and they're doing press meetings at both locations. Yeah. So, yeah, we're expecting they've, to see something got, from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, or it's but it's ruse. but it's built it's built on the 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 MediaTek. Yeah, and and that's to say nothing of you know they could have a Hatch Chromebook too. Yeah. Sure, it would only yeah. make sense that they would. Right. Yeah, to be exactly. Honest with you. So they could have one of those there too. Yeah, but it's, the, it, the yoga's know. done really well, and when you catch it on sale, it's a big seller. But it's. That's their only Nami. That's, to, that's yeah. their only premium Chromebook. Correct. So, yeah. Everything yeah. else is like education. It's time for them to move around in that space some more. Because before that, they had well, they had the Lenovo had thirteen. Think, they had a ThinkPad. Yeah, yeah. ThinkPad thirteen. So um, they had a Core i uh, whatever. But it was they geared that and marketed it completely to enterprise. Yeah. And then they kind of left consumers out. So the yoga is the first so like consumer. good. It is. It, it, it is really great. is. It's time for them to make they. Sh in all honesty, they should get into the mid size convertible. Yep space with well, everybody that's else. all their regular yogas that they make for windows are that way what? and their premium brand they make for windows is all yoga so it would 100 percent make sense that they would drop a yoga with pen support and all that kind of stuff for uh as a chromebook um so a very good chance i'm honestly just putting that together yeah, since 12, we're sitting yeah. here 12 to 14 like, inch device well, yeah, absolutely we'll, there's a good chance we'll see it 
Yeah. What? Uh, whatever happened to uh, Flapjack? Flapjacks? Was it Flapjacks so flap or Jack, Flapjack? Flapjack. So it is still. Uh, they actually rearranged. They went through a little. It's weird. So Flapjack <laughs> was the was the baseboard for all of this uh, to begin with. And then for whatever reason, some people speculated that Flapjack was actually uh, what Google was going to release when before Google said that they're not going to make tablets anymore. When they did that, um, something came out that they had um, scrapped tablets. So when they when they said they were going to stop making tablets, that also meant they stopped production of two tablets. There were two versions of Flapjack. Like some things lined up to where it looked like that could have been the case for sure. Um, so... They, they took Flapjack, and it's still two boards, uh, or one board, two devices, all that stuff still there, but now it is a variant, technically, of Kukui. Okay, so that's what I thought. So Kukui okay. is the main baseboard, and so Kukui was a variant, and they had, they, they, they rearranged it. and it's all, we've never Yeah, we've never <laughs> yeah. seen that before, yeah. but they clearly, there's code in there where it's, they pulled this one out, Google. they made this a baseboard, and put this one in, and so Flapjack's still, still, still out there. I think should... <clears throat> rehash peabody yes what was what was the windows con- device uh, what was the yoga it? was yeah it? it was a yoga it was the thing they didn't have a keyboard it was two screens basically yeah. remember and they had a virtual keyboard on the bottom piece and, and they, they were never able called? to work it out um the windows one i don't remember it didn't the, do well <laughs> it did not take off no it looks so good though oh, so futuristic yeah. and but i think I think in general, when people got down to do work on it, and just right. like we would if we actually tried to use it, oh yeah. When it comes time to punch out a fifteen hundred word article, do I want to type on a slab of glass? Nope. No, I don't. Absolutely not. I don't care how good <laughs> the haptics are. I, uh, darn I it, want a keyboard yeah. Yeah. with some real Man. action. Yeah. So until the until the time comes that we can, very well, see, even though even if even if Google Assistant was in a place where we could like dictate the entire article, which it kind of is in some ways. Yeah. That would be super obnoxious. Like yeah. we're in our office. If we're all sitting here trying to dictate articles, yeah. Uh, yeah. that would be, that would, that would be, be terrible. That sounds awful. So, yeah. Okay. So I, keys. yeah. So I have a perfect transition for the next segment here. Aloha. Welcome to the next segment of our podcast covering the Qualcomm event. Boo. <laughs> Some of you may have Is gotten that, that if you yeah. watched the Qualcomm So they, they, they had an event. Uh, was it in Honolulu? I don't know. Uh, Maui. 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 Okay. Uh, in these press events are funny. Like, and I'm not dogging on anybody that got up and gave a presentation. Like, it takes some guts to get up and do that. And, like, it's hard. Sure. I, like, that's hard to do. But, like, there's um, these PR firms or ad agencies or whoever they hire to help them put on these events that tell them, like, oh, hey, we need to do this. And, we oh, like, yeah. you need to say these sorts of things. And, oh, hey, we're in Hawaii, so we need to have you all walk on stage and say aloha aloha and mahalo yeah and like doing the the hangout you know yeah. sign or what i'm like what oh this is so it like real awkward so awkward anywho um that's a that that that's besides the point the point <laughs> the point is uh we were watching their press event yesterday and really hoping that three they were, days yeah we, we sat actually through all three days live streamed it here in the chrome box headquarters yeah where and we listened weren't in to hawaii see that's the reason they do this one in hawaii yeah cause it's it's because so it's so boring otherwise yeah and so they're like cool we'll fly these people to hawaii and they fly press people to hawaii so that's pretty cool um maybe if we start getting qualcomm chromebooks yeah, they'll, you know, they'll fly they'll, us they'll down to hawaii up. um to listen to this stuff but yeah, it was it was pretty rough listening to on a live stream in the office. Like we just kind of had it droning in the background, waiting for them to get to the possibility of maybe talking about a Chromebook, which they never they didn't. did. They didn't. But um, we were just talking about these upcoming Chromebooks, and you mentioned, hey, there's 
I'm going to save this one, and that's Chezza. Um, and so, well, you know, th- they didn't announce a Chromebook, but there's all these rumors now, and you've got maybe an art. Can we talk about it? Or are you going to yeah, put yeah, it out? It's but already put, out. Oh, you put it out. Yeah, okay. Published okay. this morning. All right. So, so tell tell the tell the people tell the people about this. So uh, what's going on? Here's here. the theory. Um, we've been tracking Chezza for two full years at this point. I was on a cruise two years ago. I remember docking. Oh, yeah, I remember docking. <laughs> 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 it's messed up. It's, it's the only cruise I've ever been on, Joe. Uh, so there. Um, and it was a family cruise. The whole family went. Anyway, so, I, but I remember being out, and I remember, like, a few days in, like, getting used to the fact of, you know, oh, this is what it's like to not have the internet ever. And um, and we docked at one of the places, and, you know, we had, T, you know, shout out to T-Mobile, their 3G and stuff that's international. It works the way it's supposed to. And all the stuff starts flooding in on my phone as we get close. And so I see some, at the time, Aloe messages. Awesome. RIP. Yeah. Rest in peace, Aloe. Um, some Aloe messages in our Chrome Unboxed thread. And Gabe's like, Snapdragon Chromebook, it's a thing. Like, here's it. And so, baseboards, I, I spent the next, like, all I wanted to do, this is, this is how entrenched in this world I am. I am... <laughs> At a tropical location on a cruise boat, I didn't want to go into the stop. I wanted to go get my Chromebook out and go dig around and see what I could find about Chesa, this 845. And so, I, for whatever reason, that is so like burned into my memory. And so that's how I know, without even thinking about it, like this, this has been two years we've been talking about this thing and, and going, oh, you know, Snapdragon 845 Chromebook's going to show up one day. You know, one day it's going to happen. And then we get a year away from that so one year ago right around now at the same summit that we were just talking about last year and as in says to a reporter or somebody that was there yeah we're, we're gonna make uh, snapdragon chromebooks because um, they didn't they they said something mwc i think yes. prior they they said yes this is something we're looking into we're gonna we're gonna do it so nine months goes by we get to december and they say yep they're coming snapdragon 845 we're going to start with the 845 because we don't want to uh get the price up too high on them and we want to kind of get an entry level look for them in the second half of 2019 this is in 2018 so everybody's just kind of like oh okay so maybe in the summer we'll see them so we've been talking that way since yep. the summer, like, well, they're, they're right around the corner. They're going to show up. I mean, it's going to happen and just nothing. And it's been really quiet with Chezza in general, as far as like development, like you go look for it in the repositories and it's like, well, they're not really doing much. And we kind of chalked it up to the idea that, you know, Qualcomm, the reason it took Qualcomm a little while to get on board with Chromebooks is it's open source and they don't like to open source their stuff at all. Um, so I don't know how they're getting around that or how they're getting over it. So we kind of thought, well, maybe they, they did the base pieces of Chezza if they're going to do the rest of it on their own, like closed source or something. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So at this summit, uh, was it just yesterday? It was yeah. just yesterday. Last, Jeez. The last three days, yeah. Um, at the very end of it, they get to the very last segment of the second hour of the third day keynote. These keynotes are like two hours long. Yeah, God two. bless any of you that sat oh, through all three man. of those. Yikes. Yeah. Um, but hey, they got to be in Hawaii. Um, and so we get to uh, the end of this thing, and I just they started talking about compute chips, our, yeah. our compute platforms. Right. And I'm like, ooh, they wait a like second. C- connected connected yeah, always, devices. Always connected always PCs. Conne- and we're AC like, PCs. We're like, oh, boy. <clears throat> Here it comes. And, and, and I'll say, um, I can say this now, that we had a contact with Qualcomm 
over a year ago. Oh, way, yeah. Maybe 18 months ago. Yeah. Um, and he had shared a few of the slides with us under NDA. We couldn't share it with anybody. So some of the stuff that starts popping up on the screen is some of that same stuff that he shared with us. And I'm like, oh, oh, uh oh, here we go. They're going to say, yeah. And also with these, because they were talking about Windows, 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 even though in general, even the newest uh, Qualcomm chip in a Windows device is not getting received well. The, the Surface Pro X, as beautiful as the thing is, like no one's reviewing it and going, yeah, I could use this thing. It's most of the things you want to do on Windows, it's going to have to emulate. So it, it's just terrible. Like Photoshop looks awful in it. And developers just aren't on board with building ARM-based Windows uh, application. So, you know, that, that whole thing is just not going well. And so in this conference, it's almost like they're blissfully ignorant of what is happening over the last two years with arm and windows. They're just like, man, who cares? Nobody likes it. It's not really working and no one's selling them. No one's making them like name, name two or three that you can go to Best Buy right now and buy an arm windows machine. Go. Asus Nova go. Not, not at our Best Buy. <laughs> I've not, uh, we were in Podunkville, though. Uh, I mean, not at any in ones in Louisville some either. Best yeah. New York. <clears throat> and those were those were at the beginning of the, yeah. the ARM Windows thing, and nothing has come of it. Like I remember it, watching Michael Fisher's review of the Nova Go yeah. and how painful it was, and thinking the hardware that that device has on it and the way that it looks, if only it were running yep. Chrome OS. And so that's, that was the feeling as they were showing this stuff yesterday. It's like, I, I understand you from a marketing perspective, you have to be a little blissfully ignorant of the what's gone on and the way your stuff has been reviewed up to this point with windows, but your future isn't with windows. Like if you want always connected long battery life stuff, that's going to work with arm Chromebooks are the clear answer to, and everything they were talking about was like, oh, it's connected and it allows you know enterprise customers to to remotely go into their you know VP or their uh, 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 VMware and yeah. stuff like you know like oh you can remote into your do remote stuff and you can do everything because it's cloud based and it's Windows. I'm like Dell, Dell Enterprise right? and, and I'm like this stuff. is yeah. you're talking all the language of Chrome OS like these are. These are all things Chromebooks already accelerate in. This is the this is the mode you need to be in. I kept going, never mentioned Chromebooks, yeah. and it's just like, what? Like what's? Yeah. So what in, instead doing? of you know finding, instead of going to the platform that was literally tailor made for what you're doing, right? Let's go take it and put a square peg in a round hole and try to make Windows right, and try work to force, with it. And, and it clearly, it's not working, work. and I don't yeah. think it's going to work. And yeah. so, I was a little deflated, and the, but the more I kept thinking about it that they renamed their compute platform. So they've had, they did the 850 first was the first one they tried this whole windows thing with. And then they renamed, um, they came out with the eight CX and then a version of it is what's in the pro, uh, the surface pro X. So it's, I don't remember what it's called, but it's the surface version. Like Microsoft worked with them or something. So they probably changed one thing and it's whatever. Um, so we knew that the eight CX existed as, as, Snapdragon's compute platform. So that's their way of saying this is one for laptops, not phones. Um, and so they introduced, in addition to that, the 8C, which they said is kind of like the middle range one. Um, and from what everybody has written online, it's basically they a, an upgrade of the 850. So the original one that did all this. And then they introduced the 7C, when they said would be in like entry-level devices and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, okay, if the 8CX, which is your most powerful thing that you can you can leverage, 
isn't enough to deal with Windows as is. You're going to give people a worse processor in Windows, and somehow that's going to work out well. Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, I don't understand any of what you're doing here. So we, we kind of get done with that, and I'm thinking 7C. Like, there's something like ringing a bell, and it hits me that Chesa uh, spawned off a baseboard six months ago, something like that. I think June, July is when we, we found it. And we had no idea what this was supposed to be. Um, and it's, your, it's Joe's favorite, Trogdor. We've talked about it on Trogdor. here. Trogdor. So that baseboard shows up. It, and you can read online and you can see the actual commit and all that kind of stuff. But basically what they said was, hey, copy Chezza. So copy this eight, or, uh, Snapdragon 845 thing. And we're going to change stuff, but we'll change it as we need. So let's let's start with that and work from there. Right. And so it's a variant of this, but it is not going to be an 840. Like, it was clear this is not a Snapdragon 845. So the the commit goes on to say, you know, introduce the initial ECs or overlays or something for the SC7180 chip. We'll call it QC because for some reason we call everything that's Qualcomm a QC something. So it doesn't seem to be the case. They They have been continuing to refer to it as SC7180. And we started looking and there was nothing. We couldn't find anything about a Qualcomm 7180 chip anywhere. Like there's just nothing about it. Um, had some people reach out on Twitter and say, hey, you know, maybe it's a, a Samsung or Samsung, a, a Snapdragon uh, 700 series chip. So like there's the new 730 that's mm-hmm. out. It's in like a, a couple of the Chinese phones, Xiaomi's and stuff like that. Uh, it's a it's a better processor than like what's in the Pixel 3a, which is a six six seventy Snapdragon six seventy. So they got multiple lines of processors. So that that was kind of the thinking. It's like, well, I don't know. And then furthermore, in that commit down at the bottom, one of the developers actually said, "I wonder how Chrome Unboxed is going to spin this one." And so it led me to believe at the time, like that whatever it is they're doing is something that's not out there. It's not. Right. It's not plain. It's not something we're going to find. Like this is something else. And the fact that he said that, like, made me think. Okay, this this right, is just it, something yeah, more. Yeah. Because if you go to a Snapdragon's page and you look at their seven series for their mobile processes, you click on it and they have multiple seven series processors. Right. There's a seven thirty G, seven thirty, seven ten, whatever. Well, the seven C and the eight C, they're still brand new. They haven't put any real information out there on them yet. Just the technical specs, but it looks very much like it's going to fall out this pan out the same way. Yeah. So today, so. like we're getting this article together and <clears throat> we're pulling up that tweet about, you know, maybe it's a 700 series or something. And so I, I Googled like what the snap, Sam, or gosh, why I keep saying Samsung, snapdragon, the snapdragon, snapdragon, snapdragon. Uh, model numbers or I, I typed internal model number. It's not even really internal. They, so they have model numbers, and then they have like their marketing name. Yeah, so, that's a part number is what they call yeah. it on the. So thing. it'd be like a skew or you know that kind of thing. And so, for instance, the Sam. Or gosh, I keep doing it. The Snapdragon um, seven thirty um, and seven thirty G, which is like the slightly upgraded version. It, the part number on that is the SM. So Snapdragon Mobile. All the all the mobile. The, you know, devices use or mobile processors use SM, whatever. So the 845, the 855, they have different model numbers, but it's always SM, whatever the numbers are. And it's somewhere close, you know, it'd be eight something for an 855 or whatever. Um, and so we look and there's the 730. Its model number is SM7150 or something like that. 30. 7130 or yeah, something. 7150 is the one. Well, 7150 is the one on Qualcomm's site. Yeah. So, yeah. And so I'm like, Okay, and so now you start looking at their compute chips, and they're all SC something. And so it's like, 
duh. I don't know. I don't know how I missed putting those two things together. So SM is Snapdragon Mobile Park Number. SC is Snapdragon Compute Park Number. And so now we have Snapdragon Compute 7180 clearly all over the repositories. It's a device they're working on. They just technically announced this chip yesterday, and then right on the heels of that, there's a ton of new commits for Trogdor. So I'm I'm assuming as we dig a little bit deeper, we're going to find even more. Like I don't even know that we need more proof than this, but there'll probably be something that will tie it 100% over to this Snapdragon 7C. So what that tells us, all of that to say, is that after unearthing all of this stuff, clearly, even though they didn't mention it at the thing, there is going to be a Snapdragon 7C Chromebook at least. If not, you know, maybe maybe we'll see an 8C or an 8CX down the road. But I, I could see them using the 7C since this is now their compute platform. They're like, hey, these are the chips we're putting in laptops. These are not the chips we're putting in mobile devices. And so it was it, it felt a little odd to me that they were going to go, yeah, let's take that phone processor and stick it in a Chromebook. So now they're, they're putting a laptop, a processor that's built from the ground up to be a laptop processor into a Chromebook. That makes more sense. And it makes more sense that Cheza, it just stopped being developed like as in a way that was going to be released. It started looking like they were just doing basic stuff with it. It was really strange. And even if you look back over the last three or four months, there's a handful of commits for Cheza. And so that makes a lot more sense now. If they've kind of laid the groundwork and they were just kind of waiting to be able to move forward on this 7C platform, they did what they needed to do and probably maybe all they could do so that snoopers like us wouldn't see it. And now they're, they're kind of free to start rolling and getting everything laid out in place because I, we firmly believe now that there will be a Qualcomm Chromebook with the, at least a seven C uh, chipset in it. And I could see it C- coming out pretty soon. Yeah. CES maybe <sighs> that would be tough, but I mean, they've, they've done this before. Like last year when we were at CES, we went and looked at some of the stuff they announced in the eight fifty five. They had their basic, um, working models they're they're yeah, not like they're the not Asus, it was behind glass you couldn't even really play yeah, with it right so and so i mean it could be something something simple um that they're just showing proof of concept like hey look it's a thing you know we have a chromebook running on a qualcomm chipset like i could see something like that probably it won't be again anything that's in qualcomm's booth unless it's uh, a specialized thing it's not even going to be branded like that phone we messed with last year just like some brick of a phone you know it's just they could show hey look at the new things we can do with a camera on the right. snapdragon 855 and look at the things we can do with such and such and it had a demo thing on it and it was running android i could see a, something similar to that with the with a chromebook running the snapdragon 7c compute platform yeah so with these snapdragon chips are these like what what, what do we think the price is going to look like with these um i i remember them saying when they announced that um they were planning on a second half of 2019 launch. They wanted to make sure the market was in a place where four to $500 machines were acceptable. I remember yeah, that, that being they, a thing. Yeah. They made a big point about that because they said when they came into this space, they weren't going to do it in the budget arena. No. They weren't going to cheap out on Chromebooks. Now they, they're not going to be like crazy expensive, but they wanted to be able to offer a premium experience with premium hardware with their chips. And, and yeah. you can't do that for, <laughs> less than five hundred dollars really right. no right. yeah and you're not going to do it not starting do it out well anyway and i think if they can get into that four to five hundred dollar range we can see all the benefits because the the snapdragon 730 that the we presume the 7180 will be based off of is a pretty good processor slot it somewhere between 835 and 845 so slot it performance wise somewhere between pixel 2 and pixel 3 
um, as far as uh, benchmarks, synthetic benchmarks go. So it's going to be a decent performer. It'll probably be the fastest ARM chip ever on a Chromebook. If, the, if these come out and they're in the $500 range and they perform as well as any non-core Chromebook out there, is it going to affect the phone space? Are people going to expect cheaper phones? Hmm. Probably not. But, uh, I mean, think about it, know. though. Yeah. I mean, if, I, if I'm doing my daily work, which is pretty heavy, on a Chromebook that's powered by a, a, mid-range. a mid-range Qualcomm processor and it has 8 gigs of RAM and a big display and all that, I don't want to pay $1,000 for a phone. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. seriously. Well, and I think they're already you're, we're starting to see that a little bit. I mean, think about the Pixel line, for instance. The 3A and 3A XL sold more than probably all the other Pixels combined. And they're using something even less than the 670, and they're fine. Like, yeah, they're, they're they're the performance on them is fine, and so I think Qualcomm realizes that, and they're slowly going to start to be a divide, I believe, in the phone space of people realizing that either they're going to buy a thousand dollar phone that they expect to last for four years, or they're just going to start doing the two year shuffle with mid range phones yeah. instead because they're almost just as good. Yeah. So so. Um, to, to kind of tie all of this back to where we started, all of this is because of Sundar. Sundar is the yeah. reason we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there were a lot of people that have worked on on Chrome sure. and Chrome OS, and, and thanks but, to all of those out there. But um, yeah, but the, the fact that the the guy in charge he, believes in Chrome yeah, OS and it's, it's I think exciting. believes bigger in the vision of of a platform that delivers the best possible cloud computing solution right. i think that's that's like the promise of chrome os um that leverages internet-based things better than anybody else does i you know I, yeah all everything we've talked about is yeah. because of that yeah uh, none of these companies would be caring a, a crap about chrome os yeah there if, wouldn't be all these chromebooks in development there mm-hmm. wouldn't be manufacturers investing serious money developing these things yep. yeah the, the, this isn't cheap for these people to do and this is you know, this is where the price comes from for these right, devices, right, you right. know, I mean, um, so, you know, the, the, the R and D that they have to do and, and I mean, all of the, the design and development of all these things, like, I mean, there's, there's a lot happening, uh, right now in the Chrome OS world. And I always try to think like a, a consumer, I try to think, um, as someone who's listening to this, who's looking to, to buy something, right. Um, or, um, you know, maybe they're, they're looking to buy something for somebody or for, or for themselves. They're listening to this right now and they're like, man, this, this sounds like super exciting. Like there's all these devices, but it's like shopping season right now. And there's a lot of things on sale. And there's some of these really great devices that we've mentioned here. I mean, heck, even this, this, the Slate, which stumbled out of the gate and still is kind of an odd device. I mean, the Slate with the keyboard and a pen was, what, 500 bucks? 450 yeah, you know, so like you start getting these and it's an excellent piece of hardware. There's no denying that it has a fingerprint scanner. Like it's yeah. great. I love using it, but you're starting to get um, these devices that are going on sale that are still really, really good. And we always talk about how, you know, Chromebooks. Yeah. Like the hardware is important, but really, you know, like uh, you can, you, it's not all about the specs. Right. So, sure. so now that you're, you have all these older devices on sale as as we're coming into this new season of Chrome OS, like if someone's looking to buy something, should they do it right now? Or we, 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 we talked about making a video about this even. Like that whole like, 
you're, you could always, and the same thing goes with phones too. You can always be, well, ah, man, there's that new thing coming. Oh, there, there, there's that, that, that new thing coming. Should I get something now? Should I wait? Oh, there's yeah. I, the Chrome and Box guys are talking about all these new things coming out, and I, but I need something kind of now, but I'm not real sure. So yeah, what do you say that, to that, that person? That really just boils down to, to what type of person you are. I mean, Robbie has a Pixelbook Go. He had the Pixelbook for a long time, and it's it's not a pride thing. It's just it's a desire to have that specific he wants the Google product. There are people that are going to, I dealt with Windows PCs for years. There are people that want the newest Core i processor that Intel makes with the biggest GPU and as much RAM as the motherboard will take. That's just what they want. And if for that person, then you need to go buy whatever you can spend your money on and get the most specs. Mm-hmm. If you have an unlimited amount of money, go to Dell.com and <laughs> max out their core. They have an i7 yet? Is an i7? You can spend almost $3,000 on a Chromebook <laughs> if you want. But if you are looking at it from a perspective of, I want something that I really like, and I want something that has better than average specs, I think Robbie, I don't know if it's still on sale or not, but Ro- <laughs> Robbie hit it on the head yesterday or day before. The Asus C434 is like 399 Yeah. And if you buy it today and next spring these hatch devices come out, they're going to be five, six, seven hundred dollars. You're not going to be mad at yourself. You're going to no. still look at the Asus and go, "I really like this Chromebook." Yeah, I like. I had an email from a guy. Um, I answered him this morning, I think it was, and he was interested in Bluetooth 5.0 because for whatever reason, I don't it could be a peripheral, whatever, or he likes Bluetooth stuff, and so he really wants Bluetooth 5.0 in a Chromebook. And so he's asking about when I think one would come out. So I was able to kind of start that discussion with him. So if, if you're a person that's wanting one of these specific features and that's like, hey, this would make me really like my Chromebook, then yeah, wait. It's not going to be that long. That's like a, not uh, like a fingerprint <clears throat> reader, for example. Right, I mean, there's like, only man, a handful, right? No, not even a handful. There's three, three. devices right yeah, now that have it. There's three. And so, yeah, I mean, if, if those things are super important to you, like to me, they're, they're important but they're not deal breakers. That's why the Pixelbook Go is a great device for me. You know, having the highest risk screen isn't isn't the most important thing, you know, as long as the screen looks good. So it's knowing yourself and knowing we've got a video out about this specific thing, about like, here are the things you need to think about, but then you ultimately you have to make that decision for you. Like, here are the things that matter with a Chromebook, and then you got to choose which thing, which of those things matter for you, and then make your decision based on it. What, what did we call that video? I forget what we titled it. Uh, question? Five questions to ask or to... Uh, or how to choose the right Chromebook with five simple questions yeah. or something yeah. like that. So it's asking yourself those questions. Like, do you care, do you actually care about this or don't you? And so that allow that to whittle down your, so here's the way you can ask yourself these questions and go through that. Um, and so I would say like if a fingerprint scanner is, is important, if um, better pen support, you know, is, is important. If, Bluetooth 5.0. If I, I doubt Wi-Fi 6 is going to be that important to anybody, but hey, if it's if it's a thing, and you're you're interested in that, or you want the best possible Android app experience, you know, um, then maybe one of these new ARM chips that are coming out are going to be a better fit for you. You know, there's all these things to think about. If you're looking at those things and going, ah, I don't, whatever, then yeah, take advantage of the deals that are on the Chromebooks right yeah, now, absolutely. Uh, because they're not bad Chromebooks. That's the cool part about what's going on now. Versus this time last year when these new ones were coming out, it's like these you, are just you need to get these. Yeah, these these are, are so, so much, much better, better than <laughs> what else is available. These new ones, they they will be better in a handful of ways. I'm not saying they won't. They're they're going to be better 
devices. I don't know if there can be better quality devices. And the cool part is eighth gen processors still smoke it on. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, Chrome when you OS. can still regularly buy the X three sixty, the HP for three hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. I, I mean, a year and a half ago, you couldn't buy a good Chromebook for three hundred fifty bucks two years ago. Right. This is better than a good Chromebook, and then you might roll the dice and get a Core i five if you're lucky. At best, yeah, apparently they're they're, they're yeah. random uh, X three sixties going out with Core i fives in them because apparently there was an accident in the factory. Yeah, so. they're marked. It's marked on the outside of the box too on the label. Core i five, same price. People yeah, so if you're in Best Buy and you're considering that device, ask Go them if it. you can see the boxes, All the boxes because it will say Core i five on it, but it's the same SKU, it's the same model number, yep. and it will be whatever the price. price is. You if you well. land one for three hundred fifty bucks, yeah, free you upgrade. Just, you just got to. If you see number. one and you don't want to buy it, call us. We'll buy it and you can ship it to us. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of a unicorn device there, but yeah, the, the point holds. Like the these devices aren't going to cause you to wish and i don't think the divide's going to be so great that we're going to look back and be like oh those things are trash these no. new ones are the best like i still think we're going to be seeing great sales on the devices that are out right now in six months from now and that's going to be the cool part of the the maturation of the ecosystem is that we'll be able to have flagship devices and then we'll have devices that are a little bit older for cheaper that it's like man so i'm Go 100% say go buy that. Right, because the gap between them is just not that huge. We might see a new feature here and there. We might see some different different. Google expanded end of life on Nami devices. 130, yes, and Nami devices were included. So they what? got an extra year. So they're what, 20? Yeah, 25. 25, 26. Yeah, 20, 25, so, I, mean, I think. So. You know, even coming into this year, we're still talking five years of updates. And and it seems Google's being a little more fluid with auto update policy now yeah, too. And I mean, so you they buy, could extend yeah, it a little you bit. You buy a, a premium Chromebook for four hundred dollars right now, and you're going to get five years use out of it. And people can argue all they want. We argue with people about this all the time. Go buy a four hundred dollar Windows device, mm-hmm. and then and come how, see me in five years. Yeah, tell me how what that's was going. That, what was that one? So uh, the marketing firm that Robbie and I used to work with uh, bought a uh, what was that thing? The a Dell. Dell oh, something. Whatever. I don't know what it is. It was it was a core, wasn't it? Core yeah, i three. It's a core. Yeah. And What's hilarious is a core i3 in a Windows machine. You're like, oh gosh. Oh, dude. Core i3 in a Chromebook. Oh, it was yes. not even, okay. It was literally not even. What six months? Not yeah. even six months, probably less yeah. than that. And uh, I remember there was an update. Do you remember the update I had to do on it? It literally it's took hours. It, it no, it took like eight hours. Yeah, eight hours. Oh, yeah. So uh, funny, but okay. Last thing, last thing, real quick. I'm gonna maybe this isn't really a curveball. You all probably know it's the holiday season. I'm gonna ask something like this. If someone's listening to this and they just want to go buy a Chromebook, they're like, yeah, I know all these ones are coming, but I'm I'm I need to go buy a Chromebook right now. And they they want something that's uh, the best they can get right now. That's going to be good for most things. What do they go buy? Uh, I'm looking real quick to see if the <laughs> deal is still. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd you go? You oh wait, that's a search. I think. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the main. There we go. Now I'm yeah. on our website. Yeah. Oops. Let's Here see. Let's see if if this one's still available. This is exactly I, what I, I was. I think yeah. I know where you're going. But oh, I know. Yeah. You, you know see. what's up. Come let's on. See. Come on. Because, you know, I mean, people, people are listening and they might be super into all these baseboards and, um, or maybe they're not. And they're just like, man, I've been listening to this. Yeah. I don't see, let's get a hundred dollars off instantly. So upon approval, that's oh, for that's, a credit card. Yeah, if you want to sign up for the Amazon Prime Awards Visa card, you can get it for uh, four fourteen. Um, yeah, so the deal is gone for now. 
I was going to say the flip, the flip 434. Um, so that goes back to depending on who you are and how much money you're willing to spend. I think they, they, it, they don't care about the money. They just want it. They want the best thing they can get right now. Pixelbook go. All right, there we go. Yeah. yeah that's I, what I figured you were going to get to eventually. Yeah, I knew you were going to say the flip cause it was a, such a great deal. Yeah. But. So when, when deals get crazy Wait. enough, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've got to say that at that kind of price, I would, I would go buy that. Instead. Cause that's just like, but, man, that's such a great deal. Yeah. I mean, it's the other day it was if anybody, if anybody, bucks. if anybody snagged that thing, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. I mean, 400 bucks for that device is, is goofy. I mean, it's, as we, as it's we so get, nice. as we get closer to the holidays, you think it'll go on sale again? Um, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, it's and been sporadic. Like the sales on that thing have has. been odd. Yeah. But it's, it's like, it just randomly goes on. It's not like a, it's not like a, System wide, like most well, retailers have it on sale. It's like, and you think too, <laughs> oh, here's a like, sale here, and then here's a what, sale here. What ASUS did with their um, layout in in just the last few months, and it, I think they did it in in time for the holiday season. The 433 that I just don't recommend to most anybody is constantly like right. 400 bucks now, right. and the 425, which I actually kind of did enjoy my time with it because I I didn't set my expectations too high for it. I knew it wasn't convertible, it wasn't touchscreen, so. I kind of went in knowing I was going to lose some of those things, but it's what, what's it run for right now? The four twenty five, like it's three nineteen. I yeah. think I mean, now, now hold on. Bucks. I just went through the checkout on uh, Amazon. And when I got to the checkout page, it's applying the $145 whoa, discount. Okay. All right. So that <laughs> mileage may vary. Go look for the one that is sold by and shipped by Amazon. And when you get to the shipping confirmation page, it says, Discount applied three ninety nine. Whoa! All right. Well, there there you if go. it doesn't work for you, please don't call us and get mad. I'm just telling you what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean we're clicking through it right now. Yeah, it's it's doing it. So uh, they hadn't put it on the listing itself. It said you yeah. Know, yeah. There was a little check mark. Like I saw it in my Amazon app on my phone. There was just a little yeah. check mark that said discount applied at checkout. One hundred and twenty four dollars off or something like that. So. Yeah. So. Um, so if someone is is going to go, well, I mean, that's a great device. That's the, um, which version is that? That's not the 8 gig version. No, it's a 4 uh, gig. 4 gig version. 464. 464, yeah. Yeah, so Core, Core M3, 8th yeah. gen, 1080p screen, fantastic and, keyboard, yeah. Gosh, beautiful, awesome. beautiful design, thin, minimal bezels, thin bezels, super thin. Yeah, it's very pretty. So if someone, nice. if someone wants to go buy, I'm, I'm <clears> pointing <throat> at your uh, Pixelbook Go here on the table. <laughs> if someone wants to go buy the Pixelbook Go, which one? Um, I've, I went and personally bought, we have two review units of the core I five, um, and had so many people saying, well, you, you didn't, you didn't review the, the core M three version. So I, I went and bought it, uh, for my personal device. And I haven't once thought, oh man, I should have went for that I five. Mm. Uh, it's eight gigs of Ram, 64 gigs of internal storage. So as long as those things fit for you, it oh. is, it is 100% worth saving $200 six, and 649, 649. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we haven't seen many deals really on no. it. Like if you like went through Racket in when they had a thing, you yeah, get some you, cash and back you might still be able to score that like some <clears throat> extra cash back with Racket in. But there's not been a. I think there was one day I sent a screenshot to our chat joking because Amazon or somebody like had it. Like, it was like eight dollars <laughs> off, so it was like six forty. Yeah, but, but yeah, it, I mean, I'm at the checkout screen and it 
like it's gonna let me place this order so I on guess the 430 i'm, I'm gonna uh, go four. ahead and buy the 434 but it's 399 bucks so there we go all right yeah well um folks i think that's uh that that's it for this week um as always you can find more information in the show notes we'll try to link as much as we can and you can always find more information on the um podcast section of our website chromebox.com forward slash podcast but thanks so much for listening and we will catch you guys next week Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.